everyone to this episode of the Fearless Millionaire uh, show. I wanted, I'm really excited about the show, if you can tell, because uh, I have a very good friend of mine on the show today. Uh, I've known him for a number of years. Um, gosh, it's probably been over five now that I think about it. And um, I, I, the reason why I brought him on the show is because, and the reason why the people we bring on this show, I also like to call them like unfamous millionaires that's the way i like to put it in my mind is like unfamous fearless millionaires sometimes we're so caught up with the videos online and we see people who are always in the spotlight but then you know i feel like there's some people that are just like not talked about and to me those are like even awesome awesome people that may not be on tv or radio or whatever all that stuff but yet i believe that um you don't always have to be super famous to be super awesome and that's what really this show is all about, where we highlight people who are doing awesome things, who may have gone through highs and lows and then highs again, um, but they're, they're human, we're human. And that's what this show is all about, that anyone can get out there and do it if they're driven enough. And that's why I wanted to bring on my good friend, uh, Paul Kirch, who I want to introduce you today. Um, and he's been, uh, he's not only been a Fearless Millionaire member, but he's been a Fearless Millionaire believer. As I like to say, he's got the t-shirt, like he's, he's all in and I want to bring him on the show so he can introduce himself. Paul, thank you so much for being here, but Hey, first of all, I'm a little disheartened to find out I'm not famous. I didn't realize that, but uh, I guess there are <laughs> some people who don't know me and I didn't have the t-shirt on today, man. So I'm sorry I let you down there, but uh, nah, it's all good. It's all good. Good man. Well, yeah. Thanks so much for being here, bud, and taking the time. Um, I know there's a there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to cover because I know you've done you have a wealth of experience and knowledge. Thank you. Um, but you know, I first want to just open it up with you sharing with with uh, with our members, like what you know, what tell us a little about yourself, your background, and what got you started. But the reason why you got started in, in what you do. Well, thank you. Yeah, I spent about uh, 26 years in corporate America. Um, and I always wanted to start my own company. You know, today it's really sexy to be an entrepreneur, but uh, about nine years ago when I started, uh, and even then it was starting to become kind of like more commonplace, but it was still kind of like, wow, it's a big leap of faith to go out there on your own. But I always wanted to own my own business. But the more my career grew, the more success I had, the less likely it seemed it was going to happen. And, uh, fortunately, I was part of a really ugly acquisition that uh, kind of forced me out. And I couldn't stomach the idea of going to work for someone else. I'd been in the same industry for a long time and, and uh, kept getting job offers and I kept turning them down. Uh, I had negotiated out of my contract, so I was unemployed. My wife was eight months pregnant and the economy was in the toilet. So I decided what a great time to start a, a company. So <laughs> I did. And, uh, you know, it was really liberating. First year was super exciting and a lot of fun because it's like it's all about creativity Fortunately, I was in a position financially I could afford not to work, um, have income coming in, but I was working my tail end off starting something. Uh, but I always said that, uh, you know, I wanted to help other people that felt trapped like I had. You know, I had a great career, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. I always said I wanted to help other people. Right. So uh, you mentioned the whole fame talk, and, and I and I jokingly said that uh, I'm famous. I'm famous in my own little mind. <laughs> I do have a business podcast show today that was a live radio show out of Dallas, Texas called Boss Academy Radio. And, uh, you know, I got picked as a top 10 business podcast for 2017. So I do have some people who know who I am. And I do have some people who Absolutely. recognize what I've done. 
but truth be told, um, I just am humbled to have amazing people around me like yourself who are making an impact in the world that I can actually bring on my show and introduce to other people that might not have heard of you. Uh, you've been on my show and you've given amazing value. Uh, in fact, I think you were on my live radio show, if I recall. I think it was. Yeah, I yeah. think it was. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I've been doing a lot of things on my own since 2009. And Boss Academy Radio is one of those things that has become a passion of mine. But uh, today I own a digital marketing agency called Websites and Leads. So I focus very much on providing lead converting entities instead of just a business card web page. You know, business card static web pages, uh, there's a lot of them out there. They don't do much. You know, they don't draw people in. They don't make people come back time and time again. And I don't want to make this a sales pitch, but truth be told, if you're out there looking at building an online presence, make it something that is drawing people to you and then allowing them to become buyers or at least followers. And so many people miss that opportunity. They think I've got to have a website. Here's a website. I'm going to put up, you know, Wix or do something on my own. And then they don't know how to make it optimized. They don't know how to draw people in. And that's what we help with. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good point you bring up, by the way. You know, I, cause I hear this all the time. And um, when I had a digital uh, marketing company a number of years ago, um, I think a lot of people just think like, oh, I have a website, but they don't think about traffic. They don't think about conversion. They don't yeah. think about, they don't consider the things of the visitor, making them a prospect, making it a lead and actually getting conversions and actually, you know, getting uh, money out of, out of that customer to turn a right. prospect into a customer. And um, I know with your experience, by the way, you, you, you said that you were in corporate America, but you also had, you know, a lot of sales experience and you've been involved in this, um, you know, pretty quickly. But I kind of I kind of want to just go back here really quick about um, the part where you said you left your corporate job. Um, there's a lot of people I know that have we've gotten I've gotten questions, uh, a lot of people that have written in and said, wow, that was so inspiring where people have left their job. But can you tell us a little bit about when you left your corporate job or when everything was like shrinking and then you started your own company? What, what was the biggest like either fear or biggest challenge that you had in doing that process? Well, at the time I was working for a company where I, I managed the uh, sales team. It was an international sales team. And the girl I was married to, uh, had, she managed the operations group and she pretty much run that company. And then when I came on board, the owner of the company decided to kind of come back into the daily operations. And he made a lot of promises to us. Uh, there was the promises of equity and other things that just didn't happen. And, uh, you know, if I could go back in time and do it again, I would have gotten a lawyer to draft up paperwork and get it signed on the dot. But I kept trusting this, this words out of his mouth about, you know, we're working on it. We're working on it. Well, it never happened. Right. And then when he sold the company, you know, we were left without any kind of control. Um, it went from a place where we loved what we did every day. I mean, Sunday nights rolled around and my wife and I were like, couldn't wait to get in the next day. We're excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the acquisition, the company that bought us was uh, an international firm that very much believed in heavy micromanagement. Uh, our mm -hmm. systems didn't match up with theirs, so they wanted all of our reporting numbers to match up with theirs. My job went from managing a team of salespeople to sort of managing a team of salespeople and manually compiling reports every day with the CFO 
he and I were so stressed every day trying to get our numbers to match up to theirs. It was, it was a horrible experience. And it went from a place where we loved it to a place we loathed. Sunday nights, my wife is in tears. And, you know, she's pregnant and hormonal and all this. So it became a place where I knew one of us had to leave. And I was in sales, so I figured I could either go get a sales job or a sales leadership job very easily. And it was true. But um, so when I negotiated out, it was more about self-preservation and trying to save my marriage with a pregnant wife. It was a tough time. So my biggest fear was really at the time wasn't oh my god how am i going to make this work it was more like if i don't do this how can i live with myself how can i go back and work for someone else because i was so jaded with this idea of what had happened Uh, it's hard to explain in this short call but i will tell you that just the idea of going back into that situation with another company i had no interest in it and so my fear was not how do I do this is was like, if I don't do this, what am I thinking? And quite frankly, my wife was very risk averse and very conservative. She's the one who pushed me and said, she goes, either take one of these job offers you're getting or go start this company you've been talking about. So she kind of put her size six shoe in the backside of my uh, pants and pushed me off the ledge. And so I'm grateful for that. But you know, I mean, it's been, it's been a roller coaster ride, but it's been one where um, I wouldn't change it for anything. You know, it's like Absolutely. I, there's been lots of ups and lots of downs, but uh, at the end of the day, I get to control the shots. Yeah. You know, this powerful thing, what you said, and when I think about um, you thinking about going back to the company or moving on to start your own company, I guess I would look at that like a prison door that is open and you have to decide, do I go outside and start fresh or do I go back into the comfort of my prison? Right. And and I've heard a story about this somewhere. Um, I forget where, what it was, but shoot, it'll come back to me. I'm sure at some point, but um, it's just, do you leave the comfort zone? Because it's almost like if you stay in the comfort zone, you know, it's predictable, you know, what's going to happen the next day, even though you feel horrible about it. But yet you, or you can take that risk and, and, and start your own company and, and, and launch it. And, and it's just so much more freeing. Let me ask you about that, starting your own company and what, what you've come to today with Boss Academy. There's a lot of people who start companies, Paul. There's a lot of people who start it, they're making money, they're growing it, um, but they don't really tend to give back. Like, because this is an important part about why you started Boss Academy there's so many people that I've talked to over the years that have said, you know, Nathan, you, you built this, you know, can you talk to me? Can you help me? All this stuff. But they've always said, wow, thanks so much for sharing this with me. I've gone to other people, other business owners, and they haven't been willing to share what you've learned or what your experience. So I'm going to ask you the same question, Paul. I'm going to ask you what led you to, get to that point of sharing your experience with people. What, what was the driver for that? Well, I want to step back. You mentioned the whole prison door idea. I mean, I love that concept. Um, in retrospect, I was pretty blessed. I had a good position. Um, even though the company that bought us made my life miserable, I could have gone somewhere else and been happy, but, um, sorry. 
Somebody's coming in. Uh, I could have been happy, but at the time, I wanted so much more, and I knew that if I didn't make that move. So, I mean, I love the idea of the prison door, but I don't know if it was that extreme for me. But at the time, it felt like it. Um, mm. And I felt like my life would be so much better if I could control the shots and and leverage my creativity and be in charge. And it ended up being very much that way uh, for me throughout a lot of my tenure as an entrepreneur. But I vowed the day that I left that if I could help other people not feel the way that I felt, that I would do it. And so my goal was originally to help people that were working for companies that wanted to leave, helping them do that. Uh, but what I learned is that a lot of people that are on the fence, it's a slow process for them to move. Um, they aren't necessarily willing to spend uh, the money that I wanted them to spend to make that decision. So I thought, okay, maybe if I gain some experience as an entrepreneur, I can help people that are already in business. Okay. And so Boss Academy came out of this idea that I wanted to help others feel better about what they were doing. But truth be told, I got so much more out of it because, man, it's allowed me to make connections with you. Uh, John Scully, the former CEO of Apple Computers, has been on my show. I've interviewed the guy four times. Uh, yeah. So many great thought leaders have come through this show. And everything I do to help others and give back and share knowledge and share information comes back to me tenfold. And I don't do it for selfish reasons. I really did start this show because I wanted to help make a difference. But it's one of those things where it's like it fuels me because the more that I give, the more I receive. Right. That's so powerful, man. That, that really is. Um, I, think, I think a lot of entrepreneurs miss that uh, about the whole, you know, giving, receiving part. There's a lot of people who just want to, you know, pour into their own business and, you know, get gain for themselves. And sometimes they don't do the giving part until later on in their life, if they ever do, if they ever do. Um, you mentioned something uh, that I wanted to ask a deeper question on was when you were, when you were launching Boss Academy, because um, it, it, it sounds like it was like a business in, an, in another business, right? It, that's, am I correct with that, with saying that? It's almost like you had a business plus a passion at the same time. Was that what it, what it is? Well, it's funny how Boss Academy happened. So uh, you, you're familiar with James Tension, who's a good friend of mine. Yeah. And I used to co-host yeah. a show called Business Behind, Beyond the Trenches. And unfortunately, his life took him in different directions. So we stopped doing the show. And I really missed that show. And I thought about doing something on my own. But quite frankly, I was like kind of scared to launch my own show. And I was at a networking event that was hosted by a very large web digital marketing company that we'll just say they're the precursor to the PGA tour. And okay. they host live events at a lot of their stops. And so they were here in Fort Worth and they were having this small business summit. And I almost didn't go because I thought, man, I don't want to sit through another sales pitch. And the morning of it, I was driving there and I pulled over and grabbed some coffee and I thought, I'm not going to go. But something kept pulling me saying, no, 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 you need to go, you need to go. So I drove there and I was pleasantly surprised. It wasn't at all a sales pitch. It was very informative. But the woman speaking was talking a lot about online marketing. 
And a lot of the people in the audience were small business owners that just really didn't have a lot of experience in that space. There was a few, but she was talking over the heads of a lot of them. And during the Q&A session, uh, a couple of people asked questions that she answered. She made it very perfectly cloudy. You know, she answered it in ways that was just too verbose and the people mm -hmm. didn't really know what she was saying. So I asked during q and I said, do you mind if I add some clarification on a couple of points? And she was very gracious and she says, no, please do. And I started talking and the speaker started asking me questions and <laughs> it was great. It was like, That's it was awesome. like my head swelling a little bit and I'm yeah, answering yeah. questions. I'm, I'm offering up, Hey, here's a tool I use to do this. And I post my content leveraging this. And so I started going on and on and on. And after we're done, there was probably, there must've been 50 people in the room. Literally over half of them came up to me, handed me business cards, thanking me, wow. telling me how great it was. Wow. And this wow. woman in the audience approached me and uh, she, she says, oh, that was really great. Do you have a business card? And I said, sure. And I handed it to her. And she goes, well, I'm the general manager of KVC Radio over in Dallas. And uh, I said, well, that's wow. wonderful. I said, I've, I've listened to your station. And she said, uh, man, we really want to have you on one of our shows as a guest. Wow. And I said, well, that'd be great. Wow. And uh, I said, do you have a business card? And she says, no. And I'm like, okay, so this is the don't call us, we'll call you. <laughs> classic line she was a sportscaster as well as the general manager and she was there covering the golf event and she didn't have business cards i'm like yeah right whatever about a week later i get this call from her saying hey it's it's robin we met at the event um she goes we talked about having you on as a guest but she goes and then after doing some homework on you and hearing what you had to say at the event we'd love to give you your own show if you're interested and wow. I, I had this idea for this show called Boss Academy Radio that I was thinking about launching for the longest time. And so I met with her. Uh, we went to the studio and sat down and I'm like, I've never been in radio, never done any broadcasting. I knew I had a face for radio, so I had that going for me. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, my first couple episodes and actually, if you go out to bossacademy.com, you can listen to some of the early recordings my first few episodes were, were not great. I was like low energy and it was more about survival than it was bringing great valuable content. But over time I got much better. The show became very popular. Um, they were talking about syndicating my show, but I ended up deciding podcasting made more sense because of where my clients were located. So I left after about a year of doing live radio, which I miss and went yeah. to doing podcasting and it all started just because I have a big mouth and happen to have some knowledge that, that helps some people. So, wow, that is awesome. I, and, and you have a big funny mouth, by the way, like you tell some <laughs> awesome jokes, by the way, if any, anyone watching this interview, uh, get connect with Paul because not only is he a great entrepreneur and he's a big giver in heart, but he is so funny. I will never forget the day. Um, we, we actually met, we met by phone first before we yeah. even met at this event. And I called all the people in the, in the group and, and Paul just stuck out. We just started laughing from call number one. It was we did. just so great. Yeah. That was, and that was fantastic. I love making you laugh. And quite frankly, we've had a lot of fun together. And even though most of my jokes are maybe PG at the PG 13, <laughs> but, uh, I was actually there next to you when Joy, your your wife, 
reached out to yeah. you on yeah. Facebook. You had not talked yeah. to her in years. You thought you'd lost yeah. contact with her forever. And yeah. I remember sitting right next to you and you go, you go, this is so weird. This girl, Joy, sent me yeah. an, a message on Facebook and now you're married to her. So yeah, it's crazy. It's so true. It's yeah. so true. Um, yeah. And I had to go back to what you said. So powerful. by the way, that story, what you said about how you started Boss Academy, I only heard part of it. Actually, when you shared about the business summit, I didn't hear about that part. So that was very new to me. And, and wow, but you know, the most, the, I think the most important part about what you said that stuck out was when you were even driving there, you pulled over and you thought about going or not going. Yeah. And then you made the decision to show up that yeah. right there, I think is just mind boggling right there. You know, I'm, I'm, a lot of people view me as an extrovert, but um, I've got an introverted side. And when I was younger, I was really shy. Um, in college, I actually literally had a conversation where I said, you know what, you're not going to be shy anymore. And as simple as that sounds, overnight, I changed who I was as a person. Now, people say you can't change. I totally changed. But I still have this wow. introverted side where sometimes it's hard for me to get excited to go to a networking event. But once I'm there, I'm generally really good at networking and connecting and but the one thing I will tell people out there is you've got to put yourself out there. Um, I just interviewed a woman by the name of Sufit. It's T-S-U-F-I-T. She uh, wrote a book that is, it's, it's one that um, literally has transformed how I see things. And it's, it's called Step Into the Spotlight. Okay. And she's a woman who has this amazing dynamic personality she's been on sitcom she's a, a mba lawyer i mean she's like you know a lawyer that has like a um you know great background in education and all this but mm -hmm. she discovered early on that you have to be willing to put yourself out there and she's a very private person so she's yeah. got this persona where she almost lives this double life where she is this person who puts herself out there professionally and then personally She's very reserved and she operates under this single name, Sufit, because that allows her to separate her personal and, and business life. Right. But, you know, her perspective is, and I totally agree that if you aren't willing to put yourself out there, you're going to struggle. And I don't care what kind of business you run. If you just run a uh, business where everything you do is online, uh, you think you don't have to interact with clients. At some point, you're going to have to make connections. At some point, you're going to have to network. At some point, you're going to have to negotiate. And if you're a shy person, an introvert, I feel for you. But you need to find a way of getting yourself out there. Go to networking events. Make yourself extremely uncomfortable and just do it. And you'll find that it'll change your business. That's so true. Well, that's so true. And a lot of the stuff that you're mentioning, I heard on your podcast show. Um, when it, it, with the people that you interview, uh, their experience and what they've gone through uh, to get in the positions that they have been in or are in um, is revealed. I think you can learn a lot from uh, the other people's experiences, mm -hmm. other things that people go through um, and how they get there. I think it's, it's so super powerful, but the, like, like, you're so right. The fact that you said, you know, showing up, putting yourself out there, networking and making the decision you know, making the decision. I think there's so many times in life where we can hesitate 
And, you know, it's those moments where we say, okay, like you said, another networking event, right? Another phone call, another, uh, you know, do I have to do another one, right? And, and you think to yourself, like, man, I've done this so many times. You know, is this time going to be different? Yeah, and I think absolutely. the most important. Yeah, I think the most important question we can ask ourselves is not only not not the question of another one. Do I have to do it again? And what's going to be? It's like not what's going to be different this time, but how can I make it different this time? And how can I make it better? And I think that's I think that's just the path of progress. You know, I think it it's. Is. You know, no matter what we go through, no matter whether it's business, relationships, networking, it's, hey, I've gone through this and that's how it was done. But now how can I make the next one better? How can I make this one better from all the experience that I've ever had? And I just think life is just a big bunch of learning experiences along the way. And we just keep piling up those experiences. Absolutely. Um, so I love, I love the way you said that because I, I call those the defining moments where you could have said no. I'm going back or, and then you said, yes, I am. And that is what makes you who you are. That's why I wanted to interview on this show because you said yes. And absolutely. And when I was in the position that I knew I could help somebody in the audience, I didn't just sit back and cower. I took the initiative to actually, you know, I didn't want to offend the speaker. By any means so I, I said right. do you mind if I if I provide some clarification but once I did and open up dialogue I had the opportunity to show that I deserved to be there and I didn't show right. I didn't just show the audience I showed myself you and showed I think yeah. I think sometimes that's really where we fall short is we we have the luxury and I always say this we have the luxury of forgetting what we know and mm. so when I say that a lot of people are like, well what do you mean you forget what you know you can't gain knowledge in a space without at some point starting to take it for granted. When I didn't know about online marketing, I didn't know, I knew people sold stuff online, but I didn't know that there was people like Jeff Walker and Frank Kern and all these people that were amazing thought leaders that have all this great content. I didn't know that space. I didn't know the nuances. I didn't know what worked and what didn't. And once I started to learn those things, and become exposed to it, at some point, I start to take it for granted, assuming everyone knows this stuff. And that's the, that's the trap that a lot of entrepreneurs fall into, is we, we stop forgetting that our audience often doesn't know a lot of the stuff that we know. Hey, they have stuff that they know that we don't know, but where we bring value is stepping back and checking our ego at the door and realizing that, you know what? There's people out there that don't know how to build a landing page. There's people that don't know what an SEO campaign looks like. And if you can help simplify it for them, you can make an impact in their life and then they can pay it forward. So any entrepreneur out there listening, anybody who's striving to be a you know, fearless millionaire, well, part of that fearless millionaire, in my opinion, is, is putting yourself out there and realizing that you have a job to do. You have a job to take care of your family, but you also have a job to help others and make a difference in the world. And if you don't do that, if you're selfish about it, at some point that's going to, you know, you're going to fall flat on your face. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's very powerful. That's very powerful. 
Um, I want to let our members know about your website and I want you to tell us a little bit more about your podcast because like you said, I've been on the show and you've interviewed some, a lot of experienced individuals. So I want you to tell us the website, uh, where they can go to, but also tell us what can they expect? Like what can they expect from Boss Academy? Well, so Boss Academy Radio, it, like I said, it's a passion of mine. It's not really a business in the sense that it's meant to bring in a bunch of revenue. Um, it's really meant to give back and it really fuels my other businesses. But Boss Academy is a place where it's value packed episodes and we really focus on giving you tips, tools, strategies, insights that are going to help you grow your business. Boss is an acronym that stands for business ownership success strategies. So quite frankly, if you're self-employed, an entrepreneur, somebody that wants to become one, if you're not listening to my show, uh, this is not me tuning my own horn because it's not about me. It's about my guests. You're missing out because I have people on there that give away. Oh my gosh, Nathan, like million dollar strategies that I get the blessing of, of hearing. And, you know, I used to hate listening to myself on the radio or listening to myself in recordings. I've learned to appreciate it. And I listen to my show replays all the time because you know what I'm getting insights from these people right. so it's a place where you can find value to grow your business and uh, you can find us at bossacademy.com if you're an iTunes listener go out to bossacademy.com forward slash iTunes and check us out um, my primary business websites and leads is at websitesandleads.com and that's where we really focus on the digital marketing strategies I talked about earlier okay Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. And by the way, to everyone watching this interview or listening to this interview, I'm putting the links in the description. So you can go check out Boss Academy, subscribe to the podcast and listen to those uh, awesome episodes. And also check out Paul's digital uh, marketing company, uh, websites and leads, and you can check him out there as well uh, and get connected. I'll tell you what, I, I always have uh, some type of entrepreneurial business person on this show. Uh, and it's, it's amazing to hear not just the background story, but also the experience that they have in business uh, and, and what they're building. It's so fantastic. Um, Paul, I want to, I want you to share one last thing here with um, the people that are listening that, that, have they could be in a job right now maybe they're considering they're in a bad spot right they're just maybe they just hate what they do they loathe it like you said earlier and they're trying to figure out like how do i take this step right and so if you were to talk to someone today with all your experience what would you tell that person well there's like there's a few things i mean one of the things i, I would tell anyone out there is if you truly believe that it's going to better your life and you have something that's going to help others, you kind of owe it to them and you owe it to yourself to, to take the initiative to help. Because I mean, we as human beings, we leave our mark in this world in a lot of ways, sometimes negative, sometimes positive, but where I hope I'm remembered is that I was somebody who made a difference in the lives of, some of the people who were exposed to me because I shared my knowledge. Um, I introduced them to people like, you know, Nathan Amaral of the world. And I hope that I'm remembered as somebody who cared about my fellow man, because as cheesy as it sounds, I don't want others to feel the way I felt. I look, I know what it's like to have a business that's, that's struggling. 
I went through a divorce, which was very devastating emotionally. And, and as an entrepreneur, one thing I learned is when you're facing internal struggles, it's really hard to build a business and it's hard to manage it. So I had to learn some hard lessons that way. So I want to help others who've been through that. So part of my show has actually morphed in this, in this way that we focus very much on internal tools and things that will help you become better at managing those conflicts. And the other thing I will tell anybody out there, let's say that somebody has taken the leap of faith and they've started their own company or they have a company. I think sales should be selfless. Um, you know, selfish sales do not create relationships, but your efforts should be selfish. And the way I mean that is if you're not selfish in what you do, you're not going to stick with it. So Boss Academy Radio is was started from the right place, meant to give back. But as I mentioned, I grow from it as much, if not more, than my listeners. And it keeps me doing it. And that keeps me wanting to make a difference in other people's lives because I know I'm benefiting from it. It's not necessarily a financial benefit, but the, the growth, the spiritual growth, the um, just the awareness of what's happening in the world. So don't be afraid to be selfish when it comes to what you're doing in business, but your approach with your clients should be selfless. Wow. Wow. That is very powerful. I've never heard that before. That's like, Put that in a book, somebody. That's you like heard it here, book. folks. You heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here with Paul Kirch. That is awesome. Wow. That's very powerful. Thanks, Paul, buddy. thank you so thank you so much uh, for sharing your stories. Really. Uh, some of them were brand new to me and so enlightening. And uh, gosh, it's I love the part where you pulled over and decided whether or not to go to that event because that decision just led to even more greatness in your life. I think that's so, so powerful. Yeah. So I wanna think- it's not very often we have that voice pulling at us. And that was one of the really rare moments where I, I felt that I felt like this pull was, wouldn't let me go home. It was weird. And it was also a life transforming event for me, a small yeah. little networking event that changed my life. Right. Powerful, man. That's so huge. That's so huge. Thank you so much for sharing that. So listen, for everyone who watched this interview, I want you to get over to click on the links, get over to Paul, uh, Paul Kirch's websites, what he's doing. Um, as a Fearless Millionaire member, support what he's doing as well. Uh, like this video, show uh, or get on his uh, Boss Academy and ask him questions. He's got a wealth of knowledge. Um, but most importantly, support what's so important about uh, what we do and what other people are, sometimes what we think other people may not be going through. Like Paul said earlier, there's actually people who don't know what you know, and there's people who are stuck or in a challenge or in a bind, and you may not even know it. So give, don't hesitate to get out there and support others and give to others. Um, and in closing, I want to remind you that, you know, this path, this entrepreneurial path that you're, that you're moving on. Um, it's a journey and it takes, it's, it's all about taking one step at a time. You may have the vision of knowing where you want to go and you may see that mountain way out there and the, way down the road, but know that that journey can be windy, but just continue to focus on that next step one after another. And, uh, as you can tell, that's exactly what Paul has done. That's exactly what a lot of other people on this show have done. They've taken one step after another and they live the life that they truly desire. 
Can I touch uh, on that real quickly? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, I apologize. I don't want to ruin your closing here, but no, it's fine. One of my favorite YouTube videos is this woman who's running. Uh, I think she's running a marathon, and she gets close to the finish line and she falls. She, she can. She is so fatigued. I mean, she's. She falls. She picks herself up, and she takes a couple steps, and her legs give out again. She falls again. People rush over, try and pick her up, and she's waving them off. And she gets up and she falls again and she's starting to get bloody on her legs and everything like that. And eventually she lets some people help her up and she keeps going. She's stumbling and she is literally broken. She crosses that finish line and she just collapses. I love that video because you can fall down forward and still reach the finish line. It's when you stop moving that you get in trouble. I believe me, I've fallen down many a time. But as long as I keep falling forward, I know I'm getting to the right place. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Thanks, wow, buddy. that is fantastic, man. Thank you so much, man. That was great. I, I, if you could send me that video, if you have a link to it, I'm going to include that in the description. I think it's a very important to share that for this, for this interview. That'd be awesome. for the I'll do my best that. to find it, yeah. Great, great. All right, Paul, thank you so much for joining us on the show. I really appreciate it. And again, everyone, like this video. If you learned something here, I got some value. Uh, and be over, get over to Paul's uh, website to check out Boss Academy. Uh, thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time.